We're spicing things up. We can't wait to get in the circle. Things might get a little bit spicy. And ending on a bang. I promise I will repay my debt for all the things I've done. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, May 4th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Get ready, a new Jackass TV series is coming to Paramount+. Plus. During a quarter one earnings call on Tuesday, Paramount Global CEO Bob Backish confirmed that the streaming service was working on a new series following the successful launch of Jackass Forever. That movie premiered in theaters in February, bringing in $80 million at the global box office. Directed by Jeff Tremaine, the film reunited the original cast for the first time in over a decade, with Johnny Knoxville starring alongside fan favorites Steve-O and Wee Man. Following its debut, Paramount Plus added episodes of the original series to the platform. Jerry Verdorn, the Emmy-winning actor best known for his longtime role as attorney Ross Marler on the CBS soap opera Guiding Light, died on May 1st after a months-long cancer illness. He was 72. Verdorn began his career in theater, starring in a production of Eric Bentley's Are You Now or Have You Ever Been? and serving as an understudy in George Bernard Shaw's Man and Superman. CBS casting agents caught Verdorn's performances, casting him in Guiding Light as Ross Marler, a role he played between 1979 and 2005. The role earned him seven daytime Emmy nominations and two wins. In 2005, Verdorn joined ABC's One Life to Live, taking over the role of Clint Buchanan from veteran actor Clint Ritchie. After that show ended in 2013, Verdorn retired after an amazing 34 years on daytime television. And David Burney, the television, film, and stage star best known for his role as Bernie Steinberg in the short-lived sitcom Bridget Loves Bernie, died Friday in Santa Monica, California after a five-year battle with Alzheimer's. He was 83. Following some time in the Army, Bernie's acting career kicked off in theater, and his Broadway debut came in 1969 when he performed in Moliere's The Miser. He went on to star in numerous stage productions, including The Playboy of the Western World and Amadeus on Broadway. In 1972, he found fame in television as the husband of Meredith Baxter, who would go on to be his real-life wife, on the CBS sitcom Bridget Loves Bernie. While the show itself was short-lived due to controversial protests about the couple's interfaith marriage, Bernie went on to have a successful career on the small screen, earning acclaim for his role in the first season of the medical dramedy Saint Elsewhere. His last known television role was in 2007, when he guested on the police procedural Without a Trace. For more on these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head to EW.com. You know, the best kind of trouble is sometimes fun. And our number three pick today proves that it's the season finale of Good Trouble. This spinoff of the freeform show The Fosters follows Callie and Mariana Foster as they navigate starting their adult lives and working in the wild 20-something scene of Los Angeles. Well, in the season finale, Mariana and love interest Evan are conflicted on where to take their relationship. Alice is trying to gain confidence to get back on stage for her burlesque performances, and Joaquin might finally find out where his sister is. Here is a quick sneak peek. Obviously, when Evan are still in of each other. 
No one's ever seen me like this before, especially certain people. You know, maybe this isn't going to work. Jenna! Well, after some whirlwind adventures in L.A. and a season that promised big changes, we'll soon see who can handle all the pressure and who can't. The season four spring finale of Good Trouble airs tonight at 10 on Freeform. Number two. Folks, it is settled once and for all. Everything exciting happens at night. That's especially true for our number two pick, the season finale of Moon Knight. The epic first season of the Marvel show is coming to a close, and fans are wondering how it will all end for Oscar Isaac's Mark Spector's alternate identity and his time as Moon Knight and Mr. Knight, a.k.a. Stephen Grant. An often violent hero, Moon Knight must fight evil through the eyes of the Egyptian moon god Khonshu. Now, in the finale, Mark is promising to repay the debt for all the bad things he's done. Isn't that nice of him? Here's a preview. Mark, I'm here to help you. Do you think that you created Stephen to hide from all of the awful things you've done? identities are not something to be feared, but something to be welcomed. Stephen, I know you're scared. Hello, man in the mirror. I know you're confused. What are you? You sure you want to know? I will repay my debt for all the things I've done. We'll fight together. It often helps in those cases. Ethan Hawke, by the way, also stars as Arthur Harrow, an opposite to Mark, who is a cult leader and was Khonshu's previous avatar before Mark. The show has been praised for Hawke and Isaac's dark portrayal of these characters, unique to any Marvel TV show that came before. Catch the exciting season finale of Moon Knight, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. It's trivia time. Moon Knight shot in multiple picturesque locations around the world in 2021 in order to get the perfect shots for their moonlit battle scenes. But which country did the cast and crew not film in? Is it Hungary, Jordan, America, or Egypt? Four choices for you today. Stick around for that answer and our number one pick. What to watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. 
Slam it to the left if you're having a good time. Shake it to the right if you're catfishing on the internet. Viewers to the front, it's time for our number one pick, the season premiere of The Circle. The hit Netflix social media competition show is back, and the premise is pretty simple. Viewers watch contestants compete from separate rooms at a remote location using social media accounts and compete in challenges to win $150,000. The twist each season is that players can choose to play as themselves or catfish the gang and play as someone completely different, like their mom or biggest enemy. Here's a preview. What in the 2001 is happening? There has been a data breach! Uh-uh, girl. Y'all need to pay y'all fucking bill. Alina introduction. You already know my name. Circle. Circle. We're back, baby. This is the ultimate game of social media where players can choose to play themselves or catfish as someone completely new. I'm answering the circle as your mom. I'm just kidding. And honey, you already know there's more twists and turns than ever before. All the players are going to fall into my trap and win me that money. $150,000? Not only am I buying us a house, we're getting a pool too. Clutching my vulva pillow? I'm just realizing now that I'm going to have to reply as my mom. This is my first hashtag thruple. I wouldn't want to be in a three-way with anyone else. Ciao. I got two eyes in the back of my head, and I'm watching you bitches. Are you secret celebrities? That's right, what we were all guessing from the trailer is true. There's going to be a little spice added to this season. Spice Girls legends Emma Button and Mel B will be making their circle debut, hence those song lyrics I cited earlier. But the big question, who will they be playing as? Hi! I'm Emma Bunton. I'm Melanie Brown. You might know us better as Baby Spice. And Scary Spice. From the Spice Girls! Why are we shouting? Because we always do that. It's just a thing. We are coming into the circle to spice things up a bit, don't you think? Yeah. I'm obsessed. a massive fan, yeah. I'm obsessed. Or when they asked us, no brainer. Yeah. Nobody's going to know that it's us. Why? Tell them why. Because why? we're going in as a catfish. We have absolutely no idea who we're going to be playing. I'm just dying to know who it's going to be. We have been lucky enough to travel the world. We have performed in stadiums. It's been incredible. And to be in the circle... We're going to be seen in a different light, I yeah. think. You'll because... be watching us 24-7. Why do you say it like that? Well, because it, it's true. And she's going to cook, because I can't. I get a bit bossy now and again. This bitch. Baby's a bitch. Baby's a bitch. <laughs> We're going to have fun. We're going to have, have fun. fun. We can't wait to get in the circle. Things might get a little bit spicy. Ah, oh, this is such a great twist this season. So, will the Spice Girls, who are the first celebrities to compete in the circle, be able to fool everyone and up the prize money by $50,000? Tune in to find out on the premiere of The Circle, streaming now on Netflix. Trivia. 
And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Which country did the cast and crew of Moon Knight not film in? Hungary, Jordan, America, or Egypt? Believe it or not, the answer is Egypt. The production wanted to film there, as the show incorporates many ancient Egyptian themes into its story, but due to censorship issues and the country's political state right now, Hollywood productions have been unable to shoot there for years. Well, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm senior editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Callie Shep. Produced by Ashley Boucher, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.